0: Well, voting on a UN Security Council resolution calling for fighting to stop in Gaza has been delayed again. There's been speculation ahead of today's vote about whether the United States would veto or abstain from the resolution. The vote was initially delayed from yesterday amid ongoing negotiations to try and avoid a veto from the US, uh, and that was further delayed again today. The US had said it could not support a reference to a cessation of hostilities, but might accept a call for a suspension of hostilities or an extended humanitarian pause. Unlike resolutions from the UN General Assembly, the Security Council's resolutions are binding. Earlier, I spoke to Global Affairs Analyst and Senior Fellow at the Atlantic Council, Michael Bousicu.
1: The latest is there's still negotiations going on for the uh, resolution. The current wording, as far as I can see, uh, is pretty close to what was intended by the Arab states and proposed by the United Arab Emirates. Sorry, United Arab Emirates, and that is to call for an urgent suspension of hostilities to allow safe and unhindered humanitarian access and for urgent steps towards a sustainable cessation of hostilities. Um, You know, what's happening, of course, what's been happening behind closed doors because the vote was supposed to happen yesterday, it's meant to happen today, is I think um, the diplomats are still. Uh, negotiating the exact wording because there's a fear that if perhaps it's too too critical, too strong, the US will either, uh, well, the US uh, could block it or they could just abstain. So we'll see what happens. But it's it feels like we're getting very close to a UN Security Council resolution on the war in Gaza and it couldn't happen soon enough.
0: What would the significance of a Security Council resolution be?
1: Well, these are meant to be uh, binding, but um, we all know the history between uh, the United Nations and Israel. Israel is a very, um, not, not very fond of the UN, let's put it that way. Um, they recently called, for example, for the resignation of the UN Secretary General for comments that he said. Um, they've also not taken the organization seriously. They've quite frankly, ignored international humanitarian law, Geneva Conventions, Um, they've ignored um, UN General Assembly resolutions and statements on the war in Gaza. I think what is playing out is something that is inevitable as the numbers of civilian deaths now near 20,000 probably will go a lot higher than that before all is said and done. As we see the images coming out of Gaza of unbelievable amounts of not only destruction and carnage, but a lot of women and children being caught up, uh, that the world says this has to stop. Um, Humanitarian aid workers, for example, uh, tell me or they say so on air that they cannot even find the words of what is happening to describe what is happening in Gaza. So we've reached a point where, you know, either the international uh, community stands up uh, to a UN member state like Israel. Uh, and says you cannot proceed this way, or um, it doesn't, and they're allowed to go on with impunity, with a lot of backing from the U.S., and uh, that in the long run will not play out well for anybody.
0: Just finally, Michael, uh, is, is there any component here of hostage release or prisoner exchange, That's, or is that not part of this
1: Um, I I think um, the thinking probably is if there is a cessation of hostilities, uh, more aid being brought in that uh, maybe just maybe Hamas leaders or those in command will uh, be brought back to the negotiating negotiating table. I think that's what the Arab states are hoping. And then, of course, as part of that, the, the release of hostages can continue because I, ha- I have a feeling um, that in Israel right now, the the families of the hostages, the friends, are very, very worried about more hostages being killed by so-called friendly fire or by uh, kind of collateral damage.
0: That was a global affairs analyst and senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, Michael Bosacue.